Welcome to the Far Side of Leadership podcast, where you can have fun, and if you're lucky, learn something about leadership. And now, Terry Farr, your host. Welcome back to the Far Side of Leadership. In this episode, we're going to talk about the dream versus money. I got a feeling probably before I get through wrapping this up, I'll probably be talking in circles, trying to figure out Is it the dream you're working for, or is it money you're working for? You know, some people say that money's a motivator. I don't think it's really the money that's the motivator. I think it's what you can do with money that's the motivator. In other words, having a whole bunch of money in the bank, which I've never been accused of, but if you got a whole lot of money in the bank, and you get a piece of paper monthly, whether you get it in the mail or online or whatever, or you go out to there to the website of the place where you've got this money and you go, oh, look here, I've got X number of dollars in the, in the bank. Well, that's exciting, but if it's just sitting in the bank, you're not going to be able to do anything with it. So are you working for the money? Actually, I think what we're working for, whether you own your own business or you have a job, is what the money can do for you. If you're looking to retire at age 35, maybe you're a millennial and people pick on you poor millennials. They think that you're not willing to work, you're lazy and all that good stuff, which I don't think is typically the case. It could be. Could be the same case with 50-year-olds and 60-year-olds. Maybe lazy. Maybe, you know, the older you get, you get burnt out, I guess, and you're not as thrilled about what you were doing when you were 35. But let's just say at age 35, you, you think it'd be cool to just stay at home, not do anything, and just do whatever you want to do all day long. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? There's only one problem, typically, for the average 35-year-old. You don't have the income that you need to survive. Even if you're totally debt-free, even if your house is paid for, your cars, trucks, all, all your debts are paid off, guess what you still have on a monthly basis? You have expenses. I mean, you ever take a look at how much you spend on taxes and insurance on your home, insurance on your car, tags, maintenance on your car, maintenance on the house? You know, if you got a new house, you tend to want to think, well, I don't have to worry about maintenance. That's what I thought, you know, until last year when we had to replace our heating and air unit, and it wasn't that old. As they say, I don't think they make them like they used to. I think they make them, I forget what you call this, uh, when they, it appears they make them to last a certain period of time and then, boop, it goes out. I don't know if that's true or not, but anyway. But some of my points are this. Is it the money that you wake up in the morning, jump out of bed and say, hot dog, I'm going to make some money today? I don't really think it is now. This is where I get to talking in circles, probably. Yes, 
I do get up in the morning and I go to the job place and I get paid to work. Okay. So you might say, well, you are working for the money. Actually, I'm working for what the money does for me. As an example, my neighbor across the street that moved in, I don't know, not too long ago, they're driving a fine pickup truck and fine SUV. Here I am across the street, old enough to be their parent, uh, their father, and I'm driving a 2009 Ford F-150 pickup truck, four-wheel drive, got leather interior now, <laughs> power windows, uh, big tires, but I need to replace my tires, you know. And, uh, hey, I'm happy as I can be. I want to keep on driving that thing, and I'm going to keep on driving that truck. My point is I'm not out to impress my neighbors across the street. be honest with you, I don't think they're out to impress me either. They just probably make more money than I do, hopefully, hopefully a lot more money, and uh, so they can maybe afford to, to pay that. But then on the other hand, they probably got two big old burly payments that they wish they didn't have. It, when you get to a certain age, it's like, maybe I don't really care. I'm not worried about impressing somebody that I don't like or, you know, that they're not impressed with you anyway. They're not worried about what you're doing. You know, most of us are worried about what we're doing. What is it that you're working for? Is it the money or is it for the future retirement, as an example? I mean, I'm, I've retired once and six months later went back to work and glad that I did and I enjoy what I'm doing have no clue how much longer I'll work might be who knows might be another year might be another decade I don't know I'll know when it's time to to leave but again back to the 35 millennial or back to the 70 plus year old man talking on this thing what is it that I'm really looking for what I'm looking for what's the 35 year old looking for Maybe the same thing. What I'm looking for is not to ever think about money. I don't even want to think about money. I want to be able to, at some point, get up in the morning and do what I want to do with my wife and do whatever she wants to do, whatever's on our project list. Or we may say, hey, let's go visit our daughters. None of them live here in town. One's an hour away, one's two and a half hours away, and then one is hours away flying. So flying to Washington State, you know, if it's me and Pam, it's going to cost us some money to go over there. So I'll, I don't want to have to think about, can we afford to do that? At some point, you have to work, and this is where I go in circles. You have to work for the money so that you can save the money so that you don't have to worry about money in the future. So if you're thinking that you're going to retire at some age and live on Social Security, it may be available for you, and I hope that it is available for you because you've probably put money into the system. But if they don't make some changes, I would guess that the system's going to go broke. So they're going to probably keep on moving that uh, benefits age out further and further used to be i think he maybe started out at 62 then you know then 65 66 67 so for you young people by the time 
you get ready and say, I'm going to draw that Social Security. You know, you may have an age limit of 70 or 80 or something to be able to get your benefits. And one thing that they start giving you these warning signals, sort of like on a pack of cigarettes, you got a warning label. And if you smoke cigarettes, you don't worry about what's on the label, do you? Same thing with Social Security. They give you a warning label. This is supplemental income. This is not a life-saving income situation for you. The average person can't live on Social Security. I feel sorry for the older people that all they're living on is on Social Security. They're probably dependent on family members. If you work for, like, I'm in Mississippi, so if you work for the state or this or a local city or the school system, they have a retirement system called PERS, and, but you still have to put into the system, and then your employer puts into the system so that you'll have retirement later on. And that system is probably better than Social Security, but if you're on Social Security, you need another system, if you will, to help you because, again, Social Security is only a supplemental income. So your other investments may be a 401k, IRA, stocks, bonds. Uh, maybe you flip houses. Maybe you got another part-time job. Maybe you do this or that to create some income. But I guess my point is, it's better to be totally debt-free, make as much money as you possibly can, but you need to not just spend that money. You need to save some money because there will be a rainy day one day, and that rainy day may be called retirement. And you need to have income when you retire. It's not all about assets, but assets can be converted to income. So anyway, I've probably rambled enough about this, but are you working for the money or are you working for the dream? And if you're working for the dream, what is your dream? My dream is financial freedom so that I never worry about money and never even think about money. It's there to do what I want to do with it, and that would be to basically spend it. Anyway... What's your dream? Make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Far Side of Leadership podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today. Feel free to share with anyone you think may enjoy the podcast. For more information, visit terryfar.com. 